I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, welcome back to Tita Talks, where we talk about K-dramas and Minoy Talisarias. <laughs> I'm again your Tita, and it's been two days. Two days after the grand finale of another hit K-drama series that was loved by a lot of people. Oh my gosh. And today, we are finally doing a full review of that K-drama. But before I do that... Kukumustayin kita. Okay ka pa ba? Nakakayanan mo pa bang gumising? Knowing na sa weekend eh, wala nang crush landing on you. Wala ka nang aabangan. Wala ka nang hihintayin. <laughs> How are you doing guys? Oh my gosh. Me by this time probably nag-google na naman ako and check ko kung meron nang lumabas na dating rumors, nakakakilig na pictures sina Yunbin and Sonyo Jean. Katulad din ba kita na umaasa na ang real love team ay magiging real, R-E-A-L love team na talaga. As in, eto na naman tayo, aasa na naman tayo na sila na talaga sa totoong buhay. But kids, let's be clear with our prayers, okay? Kasi last time, we prayed for the Song Song couple, hindi sila naglast. So let's be clear with our prayers na sana sila na sa totoong buhay and sila na talaga forever. Please, Lord, amen. <laughs> anyway, welcome to another episode. And this time, we will be doing the full review of the hit K-drama series, Crash Landing on You. Tutulong na. <laughs> Katulad din ba kita na may separation anxiety pa rin hanggang ngayon? Ay, 
Ang hirap. How do you move on after watching a really great K-drama series? Ah, ang hirap. Ang hirap na naman ang darating na mga araw. And every time na papakinggan ko na naman yung mga songs ng part ng OST, katulad ng Flower ni Yun Mary, feeling ko iiyak na naman ako, maluluha, tapos manonood na naman ako ng mga favorite scenes ko. And I guess that's the benefit of having a podcast show because I get to talk to you guys about the series. And at the same time, parang nailalabas ko rin. Parang it's a way of me slowly moving on. <laughs> If that's even possible. <sighs> okay. First off, before I move on with everything here in this episode, please know that this would contain spoilers. So definitely, it would contain a lot of, you know, scenes that Mommy mentioned. Ko and my favorite scenes, some scenes that I wish that could have been better. Parang ganon. So if you are sensitive to spoilers and you hate them, you really, really hate them. Please stop and move to a different podcast episode or different podcast show, because again. This is a full review, so definitely there will be a lot of spoilers. Okay, now before I go to my thoughts about the whole series, sure, dadaan muna tayo sa mga details. So just in case you're one of those na hindi na Google, ni ko alam kung bakit yung kinukuha to sa akin. Pwede niyo naman Google, pero still, let's go and do a quick roundup of the details of this series. All right, so Crash Landing on You is A TV series that was produced or created by Studio Dragon, and distributed by TVN and Netflix for international K-drama viewers. Oh my gosh, I can't explain how happy I am that this series and all other favorite K-drama series are also available on Netflix because hindi na ako magtatsaga sa websites na may mga magkabila ang pictures ng mga babaeng labas na yung mga dede nila. Anyway, so the series is 16 episode and it aired from December 14, 2019 to February 16, to 2020 and the series starred Hyun Bin, Son Ye Jin, Kim Jong Yoon, and So Ji Ye. And it is now confirmed that Crash Landing on You is the second highest rated Korean drama in cable television history. And it actually made a groundbreaking um, rating for TVN because the series ended with a 21.68% nationwide rating and a 23.2%. 24% soul rating according to AGP Nelson. So, congratulations TVN. And ano pa ba? Ano pa bang kailangan yung malaman dito? So, uh, well, the series is com- also has uh, some controversies in the past, but you know, overall it was really a good one. And it is a series, or the series had 11 songs part of its OST and I played Flower earlier um that's part of it that was 
um by Yoon Mary yon oh my gosh i know you know parang Yoon Mary Lin Gami those three girls na parang every time that they sing for a K-drama you know it's going to be a hit parang ganun na parang meron silang Midas touch na pag kumanta sila for a K-drama you know it's going to be good and Yoon Mary has been one of those na talagang ang galing ang galing ng mga songs niya na part ng mga K-drama. Anyway, so, uh, kailangan ko pa ba i-explain sa inyo kung anong plot? Because I, I guess you already know. But again, for those na hindi pa alam and thinking that maybe this could be a great K-drama series to watch, okay, pabasahin ko na yung plot. This is according to AsianWiki.com. So, the series is about Yoon Seri, played by Son Ye-jin, who is an heiress to a conglomerate in South Korea. One day, while paragliding, an accident caused by strong winds leads Yoon Seri to make an emergency landing in North Korea. There, she meets uh, Ri Jong-yuk, played by Yoon Bin, who is a North Korean army officer. And he tries to protect her and hide her. Soon, Ri Jing-yuk falls in love with Yoon Seri. But of course, for those who have seen the K-drama series already, who have seen all the 16 episodes, you know that this is not just it. Right? There's so much happening in story. Na to. And so let's go on with my thoughts. I guess one of my what one of the strengths na masasabi ko talaga dito sa story sa series na to is the story. The story had so much twist na ako mismo parang I kind of had an idea kung anong magiging ending and I was really confident of how things would end up how makakabalik si Sherry sa sa South Korea but the biggest twist of them all is when it happened because normally such a twist well not really a twist pero parang you know you you expect Yoon Seri to be back to South Korea but I don't really expect it to happen on the ninth and 10th episode my gosh diba parang what agad agad pabalik na sila so I, I mean I was really thrown thrown off Tama na naman ba yung pagpikas ko? Basta, parang hindi ko na alam. Gaya nga nang sabi ko doon sa previous episode ko where I did a halftime review, I feel scared. I feel scared of what else could happen, di ba? Kasi there are so many more episodes to come. But, lo and behold, di ba? Parang, oh my gosh, hindi mo naisip na parang pwede pala yun mangyari. That, they can already move on to their South Korea chapter by episode 9 or 10. Kung ano mang episode yun. Basta 9 or 10, parang yung weekend na yun. So anyway, I guess that's one of the strengths of this series. Talagang, you thought that it's predictable. You thought it's so formulated that you would already know how it would end and ha- what will happen to them. Diba? Pero, tingnan mo. Diba? Parang, there's so much twist. And even sa mga characters mismo, not like just the whole story, yung mismo mga characters nila, there's so much twist on it. So, amazing, amazing. And, talaga namang, hin- 
tinaasan talaga nila yung level. Yung level ng expectation mo of a great K-drama series. And to some of you, this may be compared to Goblin. And I know, yun nga, always nako-compare ang mga K-drama series to Goblin. Because that's so far. Kasi sa mga cable drama, Sky Castle is, I think, the highest rated as of this time. But that's not rom-com eh. Hindi siya rom-com. It, it was so good, but it wasn't rom-com. So, most of the K-drama series that are part of the top 10 are rom-com. So, ang highest rom-com before was still Goblin and then nine, Reply 1988. But even Reply 1988, you can't really compare it to them. Because Reply 1988 goes a little different. Hindi siya talagang may love theme. It's more of a family, community-oriented rom... Hindi na siya rom-com. It's family comedy, parang ganun. So, Goblin was really the highest rom-com in the sense that there's like a love theme na parang ganun. So, I know people have been comparing this series with Goblin, but I think it's really not fair for them to be compared with each other because Rob, fantasy kasi yun eh. May, may halong fantasy yung Goblin. And that's one of the best, parang masasabi kong um, strength ng Goblin is the fantasy that is involved in the whole story. Whereas dito naman, it's not really fantasy. Although, it's, it's somehow not really possible, diba? Na parang may biglang hurricane or tornado, kung ano man tawag doon sa malakas na hangin na nagdala kay Yonseri papuntang North Korea. And you know, something such as that is not sa- really something that would happen in real life, I guess. But it's closer, closer to real life compared to Goblin, diba? So... I don't think it's fair for them to be compared. But again, both of them I really love. And I guess I have a new entry. By the end of the year, I will again tell you all my top 10 K-drama series. And definitely, this Crash Landing on You will be part of it. Expect that already. Okay? Um. What else? So, that's the, one of the strengths of the series talaga. And, by the way, tama ako. Tama ako, Switzerland. Bago ko makalimutan. <laughs> ba? Tama ako. Sabi ko sa inyo eh. Sabi ko sa inyo sa Switzerland ng ending nito. That's one of the things na f- nagkatotoo sa mga predictions ko. Everything else, wala, wala, walang tumama sa predictions ko do sa previous episode ko. So, for those who have not listened to the halftime review of this K-drama series of Crash Landing on You, wag niyo nang pakinggan. <laughs> Ang confident ko dun eh. Ang confident ko sa pinagsasabi ko dun, pero... Tingnan mo naman. Ang daming mali. Ang daming mali sa pinagsasabi ko. So anyway, yun na nga. Another strength of the series is how they use their destination or country location. Ano matawag doon sa mga ganun? Pa-feeling ko, des- di ba kami, di ba meron na mga destination wedding? So I think this is a destination K-drama. <laughs> Kasi part of the series involve um, scenes that were shot in uh, Switzerland. So, syempre, 
as someone who loves to travel and Switzerland is one of those countries na talaga namang pinapangarap ko mapuntahan, I really hope na sana yung yung scenes sa Switzerland would not be just like any like the usual K-dramas and Filipino teleseries na sa start lang like the first two episodes or first week lang na ginagamit and then wala na umuwi na sila sa Pinas or pumalik na sila sa Korea and goodbye na hindi na natin na alam ko anong nangyari sa Switzerland or I mean wala nang involvement ng destination K-drama parang ganon yung parang gets nyo kasi hinahanap ko pa rin talaga yung parang Sige, so may meron kayong destination na pupuntahan. I mean, Switzerland played a great part of the love story ng ni Captain Ri and ni Ion Seri, di ba? So, I was really hoping that it would not just be like the first few episode. And that's one thing that I love about this series because not only was it shown at the first and at the end, you would also see scenes and small clips, di ba? Pag after nung, for those that are watching on Netflix, for example, di ba? After the, the series ended, there's like a small, ano man tawag doon? Small clip? Parang may, ano yun yung sa mga Marvel, yung parang after the, the um, after the movie, meron, parang, meron pa silang small scenes, parang ganun. Anyway, whatever it's called. In those scenes, you would see that how their paths really crossed when they were in Switzerland and how they were meant for each other talaga. Not, you know, without knowing, they were taking pictures of each other and they were, they helped each other one way or another, diba? When Yunuseri was attempting to jump off the bridge because, you know, feeling niya, wala nang kwenta yung buhay niya, hindi niya alam na the person who helped her or stopped her and continue with her life kuba diba parang ganon it was captain ri so without knowing they found out about it and that's what i love about this series because yun nga parang tinatahi siya na okay etong moments nila sa sa switzerland hindi lang to nangyari na parang sa start lang sila nagkakilala or sa start lang sila nagsimula it was embedded all throughout the series and I guess I hope matututo na ang mga K- future K-drama series na may mga destination destination din and also sa mga Filipino um, ano to? Pinoy teleserye makers ano man tawag sa kanila? Creators please let us also use this kind of technique because you know Dinala mo na kami doon sa magandang lugar eh. Pinakita mo na kami. Pinakita mo na sa amin yung magandang lugar. And I just really wish that they could also include that. I'm really hoping sa Make It With You, there's like a scene at the end where they go back to Croatia and, you know, maybe spend their honeymoon there or something else. Yun nga, sana, sana. But again, that's hoping against hope. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Another strength of this series is, of course, the actors. The actors and the supporting actors. And, oh my gosh, the villains? The villains. Yung mga walang yang yan. <laughs> Talagang uminit yung dugo ko. Namamakyo ako habang nanonood sa, si- sa, ano ko eh, sa cellphone. Pag nabubisit naman ako dun sa 
ano yun sa kay Captain Chol? Yung ano, yung kalaban, Chocholgang, Cho. Pwis, kasi walang yang yun, hindi ko maabigas yung pangalan. Chocholgang? Anyway, basta yung walang yang yun, pag nakikita ko na naman siya, talagang, Mabwisit ka, naitko na naman. Tapos yung, magka, yung sister-in-law ni, ano, yung seri, talagang, Mabwisit, hmm, nakakainis. Ay, nako. Kahit ako talaga nang gagalaiti ako pag nakikita ko yung mga yun. At saka yung walang butong manipulative brother ni yun seri. Ay, nako. Tapos nakita ko yung sa internet, yung nagsama pa silang tatlo, talagang pinost ko sa Twitter ko na parang pinag-compare ko siya sa isa, ano yung pork chop ba yung kinuha ko or lechon na talagang nakaka-high blood. And I guess that's, again, a way for you to know that you have played your role really well. Kasi you made the people hate you. <laughs> And even when I was watching like the videos ng um, wrap-up party nila, so they had to take like pictures, diba? Parang nagpo-post muna sila sa labas for the photographers and all the fans the waiting outside the restaurant. And I would see na yung si Chochol Gang <laughs> nagpapapicture. Parang gusto ko pa rin sipain. Sana sabi. Parang iniisip ko sana may bumato ng sapatos kay Kuya. <laughs> Ang sama, pero ganun, ganun katindi yung role niya. Um, yun nga, the actors were so good. I mean, Yunbin, Sonia Jean. Ay, ano pa ba masasabi ko? I mean, there's always... I mean, hindi ka magkakamali. He, parang sure na, na sure na once you invested in getting like veterans... Yunbin and Sonia Jean already proved themselves as one of the pillars, as parang mga greatest actors ng K-drama of Korea. K-drama. <laughs> like Yunbin. Yunbin started, I think I fell in love with Yunbin sa Kim Samsun pa lang. And then Secret Garden. Oh my gosh. And then Sonia Jean, I saw her sa The Scent ba yun? Yung parang Winter so- Endless Love series type of thing. I did not love the series na kasama si Sonia Jim, but I loved her. And then kasama pa niya si Lee Min Ho and all. Oh. And I guess, isa na ako sa mga naghihiling na sana. Talaga. Lord. Kahit wala na kami, okay, ako lang, ako lang, ako lang. Kahit wala na akong love life, magkatuluyan lang tong dalawang to and hindi na sila maghiwalay. Okay. Iklaro natin yung pang ano natin yun ayan, yung wish kasi minsan talaga pag hindi mo kinaklaro nangyayari yung katulad nga sa song song couple. So ikaklaro natin na magkakatuluyan sa totoong buhay and hindi na maghihiwalay. <laughs> and this series also for me they created what I would like to call as ex-villains or pseudo-villains. Because the characters na, pin- na ginampana ni So Ji-ye, which is So Dan, and si Kim Jong-yoon as Go Sung-jong, they initially started as villains, di ba? So Dan was like your formulated bitch of a kind, um, ano to? Fiancé. Diba? She was like the usual, the formulated anak mayaman, nakapag-aral alta, diba? Alta na, you know, okay yung parents ni Yunbin na parang mapakasalan siya. 
Diba? Parang siya yung parang pinili ng parents na makatuloy ni yun bin. So, she was like really the formulated bitch. And you must hate her for a couple of episodes kasi talagang sinisiraan niya si yun seri, ginagawa niya ng kung ano-anong kalulokohan na parang ikaw mismo naiinis ka sa kanya. But, this series created a different twist to her character and as well as Go Song Jong. I mean, Go Song Jong was really not that evil, diba? Although, shiba, diba parang naging con man siya and niloko niya yung kapatid ni Yon Seri, but eventually, diba, parang even then, at the very start, hindi rin siya ganun kasama kay Yon Seri, diba? Masama siyang tao in the sense na tumakas siya sa krimen niya and, you know, marami siyang kalokohan, illegal things na ginagawa pero hindi siya masamang masama compared sa mga ginawa ni Sodan kay Yon Seri, pero you know, you still hated them for a few episodes, but look at what happened, diba? Parang the twist of them all, diba? Parang biglang, oh, bonga, sila pala yung second lead. And to think, ah, hindi ko talaga inisip na may second lead. Kasi, you know, pinakilala siya as the formulated one na may, yun nga, na parang, eto, hinahabos si Yunbin, Diba, yung kara- si Captain Lee habol, inahabol lagi ni Soda na parang ayaw mo niyang bitawan, hirap siyang bitawan. Pero tingnan mo, ang naging ending, diba, meron silang sariling love life, meron silang sariling story. And when they were introduced, finally introduced, hindi naman talagang introduced, pero parang na- clear na sa iyo as a viewer na this, the, the characters of Sud- uh, Soda and Go Song Jong, they're actually more of a second lead. Diba parang nagbago na yung tingin mo and kind of interested ka na rin sa kanilang story. Um, honestly, isa siya sa mga nakakaiyak na second lead love story. I don't know what's up with stories like this. Kasi I remember King's Two Hearts. King Two Hearts ba yun? Yung kay Haji Won. Na parang ganun din yung story. Haji Won was then a Uh, Korean, North Korean officer, tapos tinadhana siya o parang pinakasal siya kay Lee Sung-gi na prinsipe naman ng Korea, ng make-believe um, Korean Korean Empire something, I don't know, kingdom, I guess, kasi hari or prince siya noon. So, di ba parang sa series na yon if you have watched that, meron din silang second lead doon. Yung characters ni Jo Jong-sook, ba yun? Diba siya yung bodyguard and then she he fell in love with the princess na kapatid naman ni uh, Lee Sung-gi. Parang namatay din siya doon. So, I don't know if it's a curse or something. Pero, for stories like this, laging namamatay yung isa sa mga second lead. So, yeah. Namatay dito si Go Sung Jong. And I guess, ikaw rin, umasa, that at the very last minute, malalaman natin na parang hindi pala siya namatay, kundi nagtat- tumatakas lang. Kasi nga, he is being chased by both South Korean people and North Korean people. So, he really has nowhere to go other than escape to another country. So, even at the very last minute, I was one of those na talagang humihiling na Lord, buhayin mo. Buhayin mo. Parang ganun. So, yun ba? Yung parang, 
Tapos, Sodan really deserves a happy ending as well. Diba, I was, I hated her at the very start, pero eventually, nanaging okay na siya, and then meron na siyang sarili niyang love life na inaasikaso, different sa pagkahabol niya kay Captain Reed, diba? Parang ikaw mismo, parang okay na, sige, nabigyan niyo na ng love life. And yun nga, hanggang sa dulo talaga ng episode, hindi ko talaga tinigilan yung Netflix. Inubos ko until the very se- last second. <sighs> I really wish there would be a special na may parang extra episode. Talagang ipapakita na si Gosong Jung hindi namatay kung hindi pumunta lang sa ibang bansa. And that's why at the very end of the episode 16 na parang naglalakad si Sodan tapos how dala niya yung instrument niya musical instrument niya and then she was just like smiling na happy i really thought that sana san iniisip ko na parang maybe there's a twist maybe there's a twist na diba na parang buhay pa but as it turns out hindi unfortunately the series had to end that way and i guess it's also a good way for for us for a lot of us to also appreciate that in life sometimes it's just enough to be able to meet the person that you would love forever and having those memories to go back is enough parang okay na yun hindi naman necessarily na kailangan mong magkaroon ng happy ending na talagang kasama mo siya hanggang tumanda na kayo sometimes the memories yun yung alam mo sa sarili mo na umibig ka you gave it your all and iminahal ka din parang ganun sometimes that's enough naluluha na naman ako emotion nagiging emotional talaga ako pagdating kay Sodan kasi oh, dalawang beses ka nasaktan di ba parang although hindi naman talaga niya love love si yun yung si Captain Rick It was more of admiration, crush. You know, it's one-way love, parang ganun. Pero hindi naman siya pinaasa, hindi rin naman siya talagang niloko. So, I guess, hindi siya yung real love. But again, dalawa na yun eh. Nasaktan na siya doon. Eh, nasaktan pa siya lalo dito nung namatay na yung totoong taong minahal niya. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> Moving on. So the supporting cast, oh my gosh. I love the guys na kasama sa battalion ni Captain Ree. Oh my gosh. I I really love them. Plus yung character ni Manbok. Character Manbok ba 'yon? Yung nakikinig, yung spy initially. I love their interaction. The boys, oh my gosh. I really love them. You know, from the bunso na talagang inaalagaan naman nila from the K-drama fan dun sa yung parang pa ano yung parang pa, pa ano tawag dun sa romantic ang tawag na dun diba yung parang yung character ni Pyo Chiso yung palaging inaaway si Yun Seri pero deep inside mahal naman talaga siya na parang inaalagaan naman siya yung parang may care yung parang pamaton pero hindi naman talaga. Malambot naman yung puso pagdating sa kay Yonseri. I love them. And, ang pinakamamahal ko siyempre si Guangbom. <laughs> oh my gosh. This actor, Lee Sinyong, I tell you, 
he is going to go far. I mean, I don't know much about him. Um, as for like the actings that he did in the past, kasi parang ang nakalist palang dito is aside from Crash Landing on You, he had some extra roles from unknown other key dramas. Pero I tell you guys, this kid, this kid and his looks. Oh my gosh. Na-imagine ko siya sa mga parang part of like school 2020. Parang mga ganun. Parang mga ganun na type na series na parang tahimik siya and hindi siya y- yung formulated k-dramas na rom-com na parang tahimik, seryoso sa buhay na estudyante and then nakilala itong parang bagets din na kaklase niya na bagong lipat na super madaldal and all blah blah blah. Ah! Na-excite ako, honestly. Na-excite ako para sa career niya. And also, yung mga... Ang daming magagandang supporting cast dito. And super magagaling din. The dynamics ng family ni Seri, I really love them. And ito nga, this whole K-drama series really introduced us to ex-villains. Kasi initially... When the series was starting, I also hated the eldest brother ni ano ni Seri and the manipulative wife as well na parang maka Lord, maka Lord, Lord pa rin pero kung ano yung ginagawa, diba? Parang may sindo na nagba-Bible study sila, may Bible group or something pero at the back of her ano, parang may may ginagawa siyang kalokohan laban kay Seri, di ba? Parang initially you hated them, but at the end You love them. I really love their character and how they loved each other. Talagang super dedicated sila sa isa't isa. As in, mahal na mahal nila yung sarili nila. Ay, sarili nila. Yung isa't isa. So, parang, ah, ang ganda. Ang ganda ng treatment ng series sa mga ex-villains na to. Oh my gosh. And then also, of course, yung mga other people nakasama. Ang dami, ang daming remarkable characters dito. Yung family ni Sodan, the Ajumas, the Ajumas sa North Korea. Oh my gosh, I really love them. <laughs> They were like the typical chismosa ng bayan, but then eventually, you know, once you get to know them, you will love them. And I'm really sad that the series ended without them being able to reunite Um, isa sa mga inaabangan ko din until the very last minute of this series talaga is if they would be able to reunite. Actually, honestly, I was really hoping that the end would be something like a wedding sa Switzerland and then the people, yung, yung boys ni, ni Captain Ree and then yung mga ajuma sa, sa village and then yung parents and yung family ni Yon Seri would all be there. I mean, sa isip ko parang, pwede mong sabihin na si Yon Seri yung nag, pa, nag-finance. Di ba? Mayaman naman siya. Parang ganun. Ang dami ko nang naiisip pero yeah, it did not happen and I'm sad that I guess I, siguro yun, that's, that's the Pinoy in me that it was hoping na parang yung Pinoy treatment of a happy ending na alam natin like 10 years after, nakita na natin sila with their families to having picnic, everybody's happy, buntis na yung bida, <laughs> something like that, ba? Diba? So, yun, yun yung sigurong parang hinihiling ko na mangyari, but it did not happen, so, 
um, I kind of have a, me- a mixed feeling sa ending ng series na to, to be honest. I mean, it ended well. It's not really vague. Um, I was maybe hoping for a little more, but naisip ko na rin eh. I realized when I was thinking of what I would say in this episode, I realized that I guess if you really wanted to have, if, if pinush natin na magkatuluyan sila like a wedding, for example, that's kind of unrealistic because, you know, North Korean pa rin si Captain Rhee and South Korean pa rin si Yonsei So, there's still a conflict on on like marriage-wise, kung sinong titira saan, parang ganun. So, I guess the series ending with a picnic sa beautiful uh, Switzerland, I guess that's, that's good enough for me. I mean, at least hindi siya yung vague na parang long distance lang sila, na nagte-text-text lang sila, or voice call, parang ganun, na hindi siya cheese and the trap, hindi siya yung Hotel de Luna type of ending, na parang, okay, we are given at least an idea that they still have those moments where they are together physically, and not just like text or voice co- message or voice chat, kung ano man tawag doon, diba? Ay, I really love the location. I mean, naalala ko na naman siya yung picnic nila sa napakagandang Switzerland. Oh, someday. Someday! Okay. And as for the OST, oh my gosh. This OST is also so different. Normally, when I say a rom-com series, normally half maybe like 60-70% of the songs part of the OST is like a happy song. Diba? Like, the yun, yung mga masasayang songs when they're dating, when they're, you know, having their moments together. But this K-drama series, the OST, the OST, the OST is almost 80% dramatic songs, melodrama. Ano mo tawag dun? 80% talaga eh. 80% sa kanya, purong nga nakakaiyak, nakakaantig na pusong sa pusong mga songs. And I think there's just like one or two na masaya yung beat. All of them are like love songs. And I'm not complaining about it. All of them are really good. I mean, 10CM, Yunmeri, Davici, Bakerin, um, sino pa? Si Sejong ng Gugudan. I love that song. I remember there's like a scene, di ba? No, parang um, nabaril na si Yonseri and uh, Captain Ryu was running towards the car and ino-open niya slowly. Naka-slow motion yung pagbukas niya ng kotse and slowly nagsaslide si Yonseri. Yung kanta ni Sejong na talagang ginawa nila ng acapella yung first few uh, minutes my God, hindi naman talaga ako naiiyak sa scene na yun kasi I know that this is a rom-com so I know bubukay si Yonseri. Pero oh my gosh, iyak ako ng iyak. As in, hindi lang iyak na normal na yung hagulhol talaga. <sighs> Grabe, nakakaloka. And even those moments na si yung kanta ni, um, ni Ayu, ginawan din nila ng parang first few lines were also a cappella, walang song, walang, yun lang, yun lang. And then, they were saying goodbye to each other. Oh, 
it really hits the spot and I love the people behind the music and the arrangement ko naman tawag doon yung nag, nag-score ng scenes oh my gosh amazing great great job uh, and I guess one of the things also na maganda sa mga ginawa nila sa songs na to be- all of the songs that are part of the OST you do remember them hindi sila yung parang songs na Okay, part siya ng OST, pero hindi ko siya maalalang ginamit somewhere. So, maybe na-miss ko, or but maybe once lang pinatugtog. Pero, eto, for every scenes, kahit nakakaiyak silang lahat, iba-iba yung pinatugtog nila. And every song really gets you it. It it really gets you. Parang, pag nung umiiyak sila and pinatugtog yung song ni... Um, ni Sejong, umiyak ka. Nung naghiwalay din sila, tapos pinatugtog yung kanta ni Ayu, umiiyak ka din. Parang, oh my gosh. I really love it. I really loved it. <sighs> okay. I really love the series. I really, <laughs> I really love everyone. The acting was so good. Si Yunbin, Oh my gosh. Have you seen that um episode or that scene? Yung babarilin niya na si uh, Chochol Gang and the SWAT people are all aiming their um guns kay Yunbin. And then without even pagpukunot ng noo or anything, lumuluha yung mata ni Yunbin. That's an amazing actor. Oh my gosh. I I can't think of anyone ng napaka-straight ng face. Kasi babaril niya eh, galit siya. Straight ang face niya, hindi siya kumukunot, hindi siya yung parang, iba usually, kailangan mo pang mag-ek, mag ano yung matinding concentration para umiyak. Pero si Yunbin, lumuha lang. Parang sabi ko nga, CGI ba yun? Effects ba yun? Totoong luha ba yun? Ah, iba din. Iba din talaga pag sumugal ka sa mga veteran actors. Iba yung nadadala. Anyway, Those are the things that I love about the series. Is there anything that I don't like about it? There is actually just one thing about the series that I hope it could have been better. When the series transitioned to South Korea, when our focus was moved to South Korea, because everybody was there, I feel bad that the Ajumas on the uh, no- left on the North Korean village were not really as important as before. I mean, they still had stories. They still had interactions with the um, with the love story of Sodan and Kosongjun. But I felt that they were left out. I felt that they, because there was no really interaction between the soldiers and the Ajumas, like, I wish that Some of the Ajumas would be like moms, sisters, tita, or, you know, someone na related dun sa mga soldiers and them worrying about the kids nung napunta na sila sa South Korea. I mean, you could have wished that was done because when it when they moved to South Korea, when our focus moved to South Korea, they were kind of left out for me. I mean, wala nang masyadong impact yung nangyayari sa kanila because wala na wala naman silang interaction sa love story ni Yun Seri and Captain Rie eh. 
previously they had, but then now, wala na. So, I kind of felt bad for that. And I guess, if I'm being petty, so, yun lang yun. Yun lang talaga yung medyo nanghihinayangan, napanghi... Ay, bubulo na naman ako. Napaghihina... Anyway. Hindi <laughs> ko may tawid. And then also, I guess, I really hoped as well that the love story between the main leads and the second leads would kind of intertwine. The parang hindi siya close-knitted for me na hindi sila ganoon katindi yung interaction. Maybe I'm I'm just being, you know, I, I'm just comparing this to Descendants of the Sons wherein the male, uh, main lead and the second leads have close ties with each other. So, medyo talagang nag-interact yung love stories nila. Na talagang closely related sila sa isa't isa. Kasi magkasama dun yung dalawa eh, Si Big Boss and si... Nakalimutan ko na yung name ni ano. Nung character. Nakalimutan ko! Oh my gosh! But anyway, you, you get... You gets me. <laughs> gets nyo? Do you get me? Yun, parang... So, Descendants of the Sun kasi, the, the love stories of the main lead and second lead goes hand-in-hand hand with each other because they had interactions in the past and in the present. Whereas, dito, hindi kasi. So, I guess, yun yung hinahanap ko. Um, uh, was it really that important? I guess, yes, because... Somehow, I felt that I was watching... By the ninth episode or 10th episode, I was feeling na parang I was watching two different K-dramas instead of just one. So, for me, that's one thing that I hope could have been better. Kung medyo mag-interact sila. But again, that's just me be- being petty and not really that important. That's... That's on that's the only thing I can think of actually. I have no other reclamo or any other <laughs> I I can't even say that this is a bad thing. I mean it's it's, it's probably going to be a an additional points for it, but it's not a deduction, I would say. Parang ganun. Okay. Um yeah, so that's it. And honestly, one of the things that I'm worried about, this is not a strength or a weakness of the series. I do have just one fear. I actually don't know how the Koreans are taking the whole series because I know there were some scandals, or not scandals, but controversies in the past or the early part of the series because some people think that we uh, the the writers or the people behind crash landing on you are glamorizing the north koreans and honestly i also felt that um not really glamorizing for me it was more like romanticizing the idea of reunification because at the end of the series that's how i felt i felt that reunification would be a good thing for them for the koreans because you know if this is ha- nangyari to talaga to sa totoong buhay you know you could have, you would wish that there's you know reunification i mean unified na yung korea because right now they are separated and they can't visit when reunification happens 
there would be no more issue of visiting their loved ones na nasa may South Korea, di ba? So, I guess that's one thing na medyo kinabahan ako because they were, to me, it seems to me that they were romanticizing the idea of reunification which I know for some younger K- Koreans is not really a good idea. Somehow, some of my friends, they're not really agreeing to the idea of reunification because of all the issues na, you know, yung sa North Korean leader and how people, uh, how they are running their country and how South Korea is doing good even without them. So, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of scared on how this would be reflected. But so far, I don't see, aside from that previous controversy, I don't see any other issue. Um, hopefully, wala nang maging, you know, after effect or something like that. But overall, the series really was really good for me. Um, my rating for this one, 9.8 out of 10. 10 being the highest. 9.8 talaga. It's not so perfect. I mean, there were so much things that you could have wished. But again, that's me being Filipino, being growing up to Pinoy treatments of a happy ending. So, I guess, yun nga, yun yung medyo naging, kaya 9.8 siya. But still, it's really close to a perfect K-drama. <sighs> anyway, that's it. <laughs> ano pa ba? May nakalimutan pa ba ako? O kasi, ang dami ko na naman pinagsasabi. And if you have made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Alright, so, if there, you have any questions, suggestions, violent reactions to whatever I say here, please feel free to reach me, reach out to me. English Reach out to me via Twitter. My I am available on Twitter. It's at talks tita. That's at t a l k s t i t a. And that's it. Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.